Each mistake teaches you something new about yourself. There is no failure, except in no longer trying. It is the courage to continue that counts. Half of life is failure and suffering, while the other half is success and joy. Like yin and yang, they go hand in hand. Both sides are needed or there would be no balance. They both create each other in a sense. A personal rule to success that I've developed is, if you're going to claim your successes, then you also have to claim your losses. The reason I say this is, a rough sea is needed to create a skilled sailor, and you're going to need those failures to find your weaknesses. If you're only going about life and you only accept when you win, then you will keep failing because you won't take the time to fix what truly went wrong. You will ultimately put yourself through the same pain you previously experienced, but not questioning why you keep having the same problem. The reason that I say failures are so big is they show you the things that you're the worst at. They show you the ways that you're flawed. And so from time to time, it's crucial that we have those failures pop up just so we can humble ourselves, take that step back and reevaluate everything. Plenty of times through life, you're gonna you're going to be thinking everything's going great or there's no possible way it can go wrong, but then failure seems to just pop back up. We need to shift the mindset from failure being the end-all be-all to it being a stepping stone in your path to greatness, to success, to your goals, to your vision. Because without it, like I said, you, you'll never find out where your flaws are. You'll never be able to figure out where you need to improve so that you can reach those, those goals and successes down the road. Honestly... Someone who overcomes failure is someone who is stronger than someone who's been given it all. There's someone who can't be broken. For example, if someone is handed everything in life, they're expected to stay at the top. They're expected to claim that spot at the top and you don't get much respect from that. However, an even greater person is built when they fight a failure and when done successfully, they're given the respect and praise that they deserve because everyone understands that they, they overcame something that seemed impossible whether it was in their own head whether it was in the public eye they did something that had to be trusted more than seen and that invisible step the one that we never see but you kind of have to trust to to step into greatness that's the one that only few people will take and that is the thing that we need to watch for in life instead of taking that step back because you don't see the step take the step forward trusting it's going to be there because even if it wasn't you can stand up and take another step and take another step till you finally reach that invisible step that we all have been looking for. Because ultimately, what do you get for sitting back and doing nothing with your whole life? What do you get laying in bed watching Netflix, not working towards your goals? What do you get working in that job that you hate every single day but you still go to because you have nothing better to do? Why don't you respect yourself enough to work on your goals and your visions and your dreams? One of my greatest inspirations is a man named John Marsh. And the reason why is because earlier I said that the person that stands up and fights failure and does so successfully will receive the praise that they deserve. And he is someone who deserved that praise. The reason why is he used to cheer for the University of Kentucky. And in 2013, he went out on the floor. They ended up losing that year, but he was also one of the stunts that dropped and it blew my mind when I watched that routine because I always looked up to him because he was such such a talented individual and he was amazing skill wise but that was the only reason that was when I had my younger mindset and it was more about the skill than 
the actual mentality of a champion. You know, I was like, oh, I want to be like that. I want to be that good at tumbling and stunning. We went out in the, there on the floor and he ended up falling. I was like, wow, it kind of brought me back because I was like, he's a god in my eyes and even gods can mess up. This was honestly the first moment where I realized that people aren't invincible. It doesn't matter how good you get or what to what level you get, you always have to be ready for something to happen on that floor. Anyone who's competed on a nationals floor can understand that it's probably everyone's biggest fear to fall out there. No one walks on that floor and it wants anything other than their stunt to stay up in the air. I know that in 2020, my first year at Kentucky, the night before our day two performance, the final performance, the one that decides who the winner is going to be, John Marsh, Nashon, and Josh Marsh. They all come into one of our one of the rooms and all the boys go in the room because they said they want to talk to us. And when we walked in there, we had no expectations. We didn't know what was going to happen. And John Marsh stepped up, my idol, you know, God, he stepped up and he, he talks about what he calls the shakes. The year after he fell in 2013, so 2014, when he competed, he said that when he got on the floor or any time that he held a stunt in front of people or he was performing or anything, he got these things called the shakes and it was, he couldn't control them. His, his hands would shake, they would start trembling, and there was nothing he could do, and his mind would run free, and, and there's no way he could control it. And as he sat there, he, he literally broke down, talking about how the fear of falling again in front of everyone, you know, tortured him. He, he, he couldn't control it. And it took him talking to some people and doing some things to figure out what he needed to do to fix his performance anxiety. And it wasn't that he found out his fear was fake or false. He found out that he could focus on something that would take all the fear away or put his mind on something else. When he walks on the floor and he does any stunt, what he focus on, focuses on is defaults or, as, or what he calls defaults. And defaults are simply in the moment while he's doing a stunt, He'll make sure he hits these certain parts of the stunts so that these defaults will always equal that end stunt. It's kind of like 2 plus 2 equals 4. We know there's no way 2 plus 2 can equal anything else. And when we stun, it can be the same way. And so with his defaults, he's like, oh, if I stand up fast and I bump the, at, at my eye level and I place my hand up for this hand ski, I got it all day. It's money. And when he sat in that room and he told me about that, like I said, he started bawling and it brought tears to my eyes too. Just to sit there and see someone as a god, see them at their lowest, but also see how they brought themselves back because not always do we see when a winner fails. Not always do we see when the people that we look up to and all these great figures, we, we just see them and think that they are completely different than us, that they aren't human, that they're what we think they are, gods. And, and when you see someone talk and you see that much emotion when they talk about their their lows, their losses, their failures. It completely humbles everything and makes you take a step back. I look up to that man more now than I did before, mostly because after hearing his story and after hearing what he went through, I don't know if I could have done that. I don't know if I could have gone back up there a couple, couple weeks later, a couple days later after falling in nationals and trying to convince my team that I was going to be the guy that didn't again i was going to be the guy that helped win helped the team win 
It's an incredibly hard thing to do, but like I said, what do you have to lose? What is better, sitting in bed watching Netflix, not chasing what you want? Like I said, falling isn't failure. The only way you can possibly fail is if you give up. There is no other way. Falling is a step forward. Hitting, step forward. The only time you can ever fail is if you give up. Let me say that one more time. The only time you can ever fail is when you give up. So yes, you may be struggling right now. You may think that it's never going to get better or that there's no reason for you to continue because you won't be able to do it. And if you quit right now, there there will be no way it will happen. There will be nothing to help. There will be nothing to push you forward, nothing, nothing that will keep you chasing your dreams. And so if you give up right now, you give up on the rest of your life. So keep pushing, keep going, give a little bit more. You don't have to focus on the whole mountain that you're climbing, just focus on the next step. The next step is all we need to see. And you don't even have to see it, you just have to trust it. Trust the next step. We live in a society where people want to see results before they actually work for them. They want to see the money before they earn it. They want the prize without them actually putting any effort forward. Being a success, being great, achieving your goals is more about chasing a vision than chasing an exact path. If you want it bad enough, the path will become clear. But if you stop where you are and never decide to chase your goals because of one fall, one failure, then you're never going to achieve them. Now, success is hard. Failing is even harder. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's going to be butterflies and rainbows the whole ride, you know? Because it's not. It really does suck. Falling, failing, being the person to ruin it all. Especially when it's not just you who falls or fails. It's a team who falls or fails because of you. Becoming great, it takes a lot more than people see. And everyone's experience is a little different. So you can't say for sure what people are going through, what they're dealing with. But what I can say for sure is that great people, the only thing they do different is they never stop. It's not about how you get to the top or about how bad someone had it. Just keep going. Just keep giving the extra step. Give that little bit more that you don't think you have because your fear tells you that if you don't, you're going to fall again. You're going to be that failure again. That is why I work as hard as I do right now. I'm in the gym every single day, sometimes two, three times a day, six, seven hours at a time. It's because I don't want to look back and just think about how I was a failure. I was the person again who fell. That's scary. It sucks. It, it, it does. This is actually kind of funny, but I almost failed my first year of cheerleading. I joked around. I didn't take anything seriously. I just kind of like had fun with it, you know? I didn't really care. And I did try. I did try hard, but or what I thought was hard in the moment. And it came around the sophomore year when we had tryouts. And I remember I went in, I dropped all my stunts. I, I fell on everything. I, I busted all my tumbling. And at the end of the trial process back in high school, what happens is they ask, there's like three or four people also trying out with you in the room. No one else except for that. And the coaching staff are the seniors. And they sit you down and they ask you questions. Just kind of like, you know, why do you want to cheer? you know kind of boring stuff just little things that they want to get to know who's coming into the program and in mine they sent everyone else out of the room except for me so I thought it was weird and they basically told me that that my tryout was terrible and my work ethic is terrible and actually pretty bad at cheerleading 
and they said if you make this team right now it's not because you made this team it's because a kid that we didn't expect to do so well showed up and did amazing and so if we take him we're gonna need two extra people I remember walking out that room I went and I sat down I was extremely sad you know I uh, went away from everyone I sat down and told myself I was like I, I never want to be that again I never want to I never want to be that person that is seen as failure or mediocre that he doesn't try because what, what is that what type of person is that later that evening or they give you a letter whenever they're announcing the team. In in my letter, I, I had a varsity letter. It made me happy, but not because I made the team and I was like, thank God I made it, or thank God, you know, that kid did well enough to, for me to make it. I was happy because I get to now show them that I'm not a waste of space, that I'm not a failure, and that they didn't make the wrong decision. I went back in there after we made the team because everyone goes outside when they open their letters. And um, I went to the coaches, so vivid in my mind, just because like how much it built me. I looked at them, I said, coach, I promise you didn't make the wrong decision. I'll make it up. And one of them looked back at me and they said, I hope so. I came in every day during that summer. I didn't say one single word. I literally grinded my heart out, I went to every open gym. I put everything into the sport that I had because my fear to f of failing was huge. I never wanted to be that person on the team. I never wanted to think that, damn, I'm, I'm barely here. I'm barely holding on. Someone else is the reason that I'm at the top, not myself. Honestly, I think about that quite a bit, almost every single day, about how that one singular moment changed everything in my whole life. Because I was like naturally talented at most things, but never tried, never really cared to try. And then that, that hit me, and I was my work ethic came. Ultimately, we want to play the cards we've been dealt. A lot of times, people get caught up in the, oh, I don't have as much money as this person, I don't have as much time as this person, my situation is, is, isn't the same as this person next to me, and it doesn't matter that your situation is different than someone else's. It's not going to change anything. It's not, you complaining about it or talking about it, it doesn't change where you're at. You can either make the decision to be better, take that step, put in a little bit more, put in, put in a little more time towards that one thing. Or you can sit back and complain that you just never got the chance. Most of winning isn't receiving a chance, it's demanding a chance. It's putting in everything you have and got, not because you know you'll get to the top, but just because you trust that with that work, with your, your aspirations, you'll get up there one day. A lot of times people say that, you know, this person's a goat, this person's a goat, because they have this skill. And I don't like to think of someone who's good is someone who has a lot of skill because I know a lot of talented people that are actually really terrible people at the same time. What I consider a GOAT is a mindset because I know life is short but the one thing we seem to all have is time, a lot of time. And with the right mentality, the right dreams, aspirations, the commitment to never give up, it's only a matter of time before someone who's got all the skills in the world is born. I always say people with the right mindset are GOATs. I don't say people with the insane talent is a goat. Talent doesn't mean anything to me anymore. Mindset does. John Mars showed me that. He showed me that with the right mindset. You can always keep going. You, you can always give that little bit more. Even when fear is shaking you, holding you down, beating you, with the right mindset, you'll get back up and you'll do it again. You'll keep going. You'll keep going. You'll keep getting better. You'll keep giving more because you got nothing better to do. No one's going to give you pity. Maybe for a little bit, but not for the rest of your life. Decide whether you're going to stand back up.
decide whether you're going to put that much more in or decide to be the difference. I had a lot going on this last year. I had um, six family members pass away in six months. I lost the coach that I wish I could have continued the rest of my college cheerleading career with. I was struggling mentally really bad. Um, I had a new coach, new team, a lot of new relationships. And the one thing that, or the one thing I was banking the season on was, was winning. I said that, oh, if we win, we go out there and we hit, we get our rings and we keep the dynasty of Kentucky going, it'll all be worth it. It doesn't matter. And we went out there and we lost. That loss hurt for quite a lot of reasons. One, it kind of hurt because we were one of the first teams since like, since the 1990s that has lost two years, two consecutive years with Kentucky. They haven't lost two years in a row since 1990 something. And I aspired to be what I once watched videos of, what I once saw at nationals, those people that everyone looked up to that gods undefeated. Just the people that did it, it, it looked like they did everything so perfect and so right. And no matter what was going to happen in that moment, the sun was going to stay up in there. They were, going, they were going to walk out of there with a hit. But I was a part of the team that lost twice. But then I put my whole year on that win. I put everything on that win. I said, it'll all be worth it. It's all going to be worth it. It's all going to be worth it. Because I told myself every single day we're going to win. We're going to walk out with a win. And we walked out with a loss. We walked out as losers. That night really broke me. I remember calling my mom saying, hey, please come get me. She like drove an hour all the way to Orlando. She picked me up, took me all the way back. And I remember just laying in bed, laying in bed for the whole next day. And then I woke up the next morning. And as I sat there sad, I also sat there and said, I can either keep sitting here wallowing. I can keep sitting here focusing on what, what defeated me. Or I can get up and I can get better. I can work towards finally winning that national championship. I can still put in the work because what else is there better to do? There's nothing. I had nothing. Like, yes, I have school. I have family and friends. But that's not why I started that. So, next day, I bought a plane ticket back to Kentucky. I went back. I started grinding again. I started putting in a bunch of work. The whole time while I was going through this, I wasn't sitting there trying to put everything on everyone else trying to ask why why I wasn't being handed the keys to life. I just knew that the only person that could actually change it is me. I had to get up and try harder, do something better, put something more in than I am now, because obviously I'm not doing enough. That's the beauty of failure. It shows us our weaknesses, shows us our flaws. I've said it a hundred times, but you can either let it defeat you, or you can let it build you. It's the invisible stepping stone, the, the trust, the bridge you can't see. It can be everything you've ever wanted. Or you can allow it to, or you can allow it to hold you back. I know I've went on for a while. I just want to get on one last point. A lot of the times we try to hide our failures from people. We try to hide that that part of us, that side of us that we don't want people to see. Because what if they'll judge us? What if they think differently of us? And yes, that is a real fear. What if people won't trust me because they know that I I dropped last year, or I messed up, or I didn't do so well grade wise? But instead of holding it back, not telling anyone, and possibly failing again, silently, talk to people. Try and figure it out. Try and get some help. Ask for help. Because I promise, at the end of the day, asking for help is a lot better than not. Because if you don't, you never knew. 
there's a lot of times where I would talk about my failures and they actually help someone. They're like, oh, I was experiencing that too. And I, I didn't know. I thought I was the only one. So if you stay silent, you can't help anyone. You can't even help yourself half the time. Talk about it. Most of the time, someone has something to say, something to, to help you learn from. It's so beautiful to see that people are so willing to open themselves up and give themselves to someone else just to see another person win. Stop hiding your failures because you're scared. People will judge you. Open yourself up. Make yourself vulnerable. We're humans. We're not gods. We're not robots. Computers. We have emotions and feelings and fears and insecurities. Share them with the world because what do you have to lose? At the end of the day, if you don't try for your dream, if you don't try for your dreams, you're never going to reach them. You're never going to succeed. You're never going to get to them. They will only be a dream. At least go to sleep at night telling yourself that you tried. Because that's all that anyone can ever do is try. Try to lose that weight. Try to get that skill. And when you fail, try again, but better. Learn from your mistakes. Learn from your failures. Learn from other people. Because the next time you fail, it's not going to be as bad. You know what you're avoiding. You know how to be better. But like I said earlier, if you don't accept your failures, you're going to fall back this, down the same hole. You're going to have the same problem. You're never going to learn what it what it takes to beat that, to overcome that mountain. Try, try, try. The only thing that got me out of bed after we failed my sophomore year competing at nationals was that I walked off the floor 100% confident that I did everything I could have done the whole year, the moments before, the moments of, and the moments after. And that's all that we can do. Like I said, play the cards you have, not the cards you wish you had. Don't complain, just do. Because I went to bed every night after that, confident I did my job, or as much as my job as I could possibly do. Go to sleep at night, knowing there was nothing else you left, no bit of energy. Don't leave the words that should have been said inside your mouth, inside your head. Sometimes people need that type of stuff. Just remember, falling isn't failure.